And welcome in, everybody, to the latest edition of the Sports Roundtable on this April the 30th, 2019, one day before May, already five months through the year. What are we talking about today? As I promised on Twitter last night, I promised talking about the WVU Mountaineers and how they fared in the NFL draft. That is now over with. We know where they are. We know where they're going to play next year. Some signing as undrafted free agents, but overall the Mountaineers that were selected in the draft and the teams that they went to, very good showing for the Mountaineers as you had David Long go to the Tennessee Titans. Yonni could just go to the New England Patriots. Will Greer go immediately following that right to his hometown playing for the Carolina Panthers. And then you got Gary Jennings. He went to the Seattle Seahawks in the round. And then Trayvon Wesco went to the New York Jets. Very excited to see the Mountaineers go. It was very exciting watching them play for the Mountaineers last year. But now they go on to the professional ranks and represent this state that they represented the last three to four years. Will Greer being only two years. So Will Greer, let's start off with him. Playing for his hometown the Carolina Panthers, who right now they do have a starting quarterback in Cam Newton. Do you think Will Greer will somehow play into the Carolina Panthers' future? Remains to be seen, although it's not even training camp. He hasn't officially worked. He hasn't worked out with the team yet or worked out with the team with the other players on the team. So remains to be seen what he what he's going to do, but I do think he will pan out great. I think he's going to be learning from a great quarterback in Cam Newton. Cam Newton, a guy who can escape escape the pocket and throw the ball. Cam Newton's went to the Super Bowl, so he's he's had success at a high-end level. Cam Newton played at Auburn, so he played for a national caliber team. I think Will Greer... Being in the comforts of his own home, now now obviously he's played outside the comforts of his own home, playing for the Florida Gators, and then transferring to the Mountaineers. But he gets to play in the comforts of his own home, right? In his own backyard, in, in essence. So he gets to play there. He gets to learn under a prolific quarterback. He gets to learn under a great defensive-minded coach in, in, in Rivera, so he gets to learn under those guys, and they get to mentor him. He may not play his first year. He may not play his first his second year. He may not absolutely get a chance to play for the first four or five years, but it's that he gets to learn. Take Jimmy Garoppolo, for example. He didn't get to play his first couple of years in New England, but look what he's turned out to be under under the... Under the mentorship of Tom Brady, he's now a starting quarterback out in San Francisco. He is he has taken the reins of the San Francisco Giants, and in his first season, after they named him starting quarterback, look how he done starting. He got injured last year, so he's 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 got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. But look how much learning under a very successful quarterback like Tom Brady, like Cam Newton, can help make a quarterback better than what he was in college. As you get older, you learn, you become better, you become more mature, you realize what you can and cannot do when it comes in terms of being a quarterback in the NFL. Same goes for Gary Jennings and all the other drafts, all the other draftees and the players that signed undrafted. They are learning under professional players, professional players that have had success at that level, which means something. Now, they may not all pan out. A lot of them don't. But 
they get that opportunity to show their skill. Kevin White, one of the one of the best wide receivers the Mountaineers had in recent memory, hasn't really got an opportunity to play extensively yet in the NFL because he's been injured a lot. Now, doesn't mean he's not not going to be successful. He could be just downplayed by the injury bug. Look at Geno Smith, a very prolific quarterback in terms of when he played for the Mountaineers. The numbers that he put up in the time that he was here, he goes to the New York Jets. He doesn't really do anything there now. He's a free agent. He played for San Diego. He played for the Los Angeles Chargers last year, but he hasn't really done nothing prolific to make him stand out because he went straight to the New York Jets and he had no prolific quarterback at the time to really take him under his wing. I think this is really going to help Wilger. He is under the he's under the mentorship of Cam Newton. I think it'll really help him. Cam Newton played a Heisman caliber level in college, and he has played MVP levels at times in the NFL. So if any guy's there to learn from, it's Cam Newton. He's not going to a place like the like the Washington Redskins where Alex Smith, granted, but he got injured. He, he had an injury kind of like a Joe Theismann injury. You, you don't know if he's ever going to come back like that. But Alex Smith is another guy. Would have been a good idea for him to go to Washington. Washington Redskins took took Dwayne Haskins. The New York Giants they took uh, the the Reese's super the Reese's Senior Bowl MVP, and that's the like third year in a row that they took the Reese's uh, Senior Bowl MVP. And look where it's got them yet. All quarterbacks that are under Eli Manning from the last few years have been drafted. So it really hasn't panned out well for them yet. And I and I hope the guy who went to Went to the New York Giants. I hope he really does become the starter. I hope he does become successful. Any person that goes to the NFL, you want them to have success. You never look down upon them to not have success. All of them are professionals now. They earn that right to wear that shield on their jersey. So I think you got to give it to them because a lot of us ain't there. A lot of us just sit back and talk about it and criticize them. And we're saying, well, they would have, well, they would have done this, or if they would have done that, then they would have been better. Not necessarily. I mean, seeing how they do, I mean, Mountaineers have represented in the draft the last few years well. I think this year will be the same. I think Will Greer will have a good career at Carolina. He's learned a lot in the two years that he's played as a Mountaineer. I mean, the numbers he put up in the two years that he was here is very astounding considering the limited amount of time he played. He didn't play a full season his first year, got injured in the first quarter of the game against the Texas Longhorns, didn't play in the bowl game. He played all of last year but didn't play in the bowl game. So he's literally missed three games in two years for the Mountaineers, and he still put up numbers like that. Something needs to be said about that. That that is very that is very outstanding. If I were to say so, I think he'll be successful in the NFL. I'm retracting what I said on the blitz. I've retracted on what I've said in previous podcasts, but it still remains to be seen. I hope he makes it. I really do. I hope he makes the Mountaineers proud. 
I think with him, like yet again, when I said he's playing at home, I think it will help him out. It'll help the team out. It'll help his composure out. And he gets to learn under a prolific quarterback will go great measures to help him. He may not have a future in Carolina. Maybe he learns under Cam Newton for a few years and then a starting quarterback job opens up elsewhere. But whatever the fact is he's learning under a prolific quarterback right now. And that, that, that's something that needs to be said. Yodney could just, he is going to the New England Patriots. A guy who protect, protect, protected Will Greer is now protecting probably the all-time greatest quarterback in NFL history in Tom Brady. So he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders when he goes to being in there, being an offensive tackle for the New England Patriots. Now, it remains to be seen how the New England Patriots will play him. But as he's listed right now in his position, that is a pretty prestigious position. Now, offensive linemen don't get the credit that they rightfully deserve sometimes, but offensive tackles do get paid in the NFL because look who they protect. They protect that franchise. They protect the quarterback, and no quarterback is more prestigious, more respected, and more prolific than Tom Brady for the New England Patriots. So Yodney can just has got some big shoes to fill being an offensive tackle for the New England Patriots. Gary Jennings, he gets to learn under a great quarterback as well in Russell Wilson, who just signed a new deal with the Seattle Seahawks. So I think Gary Jennings, with his speed playing out there in Seattle, I think he'll do well. I think he'll really, I think he'll really shine out there. He done good things for the Mountaineers with his speed. I expect that to translate into the NFL as you mature, you get stronger, you get better, and you learn more. And I think he will. I think he'll adapt. And I think he'll become a pretty prolific NFL wide receiver. And then Trayvon Wesco. This guy could play fullback in the NFL. The New York Jets, who got Le'Veon Bell from the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you got Trayvon Wesco going to the New York Jets. I think that's going to be a big thing for him. He gets to learn and he gets to block for some good players. And then the New York Jets just... literally rebranded their uniforms so the new york jets got a new look coming out this year so does trayvon wesco i think he'll do some great things he'll learn in a prolific style offense he'll learn in new york a very big market pressure will be on him as well but he got drafted so the new york jets definitely think something of him since he did get drafted and then david long goes to the tennessee titans a big fast Inside linebacker, outside linebacker, he can play both. He's very good. He's very fast. So I think the speed that will be down there in Tennessee will really help him if he ever wants to edge rush the quarterback. He's playing in a very, very fiercely competitive AFC South with the Houston Texans and J.J. Watt. You're playing in against the Jacksonville Jaguars with their stout defense, so he gets to see some other prolific defenses that are very that are very tough and hard nosed when they play defensive football down there in the AFC South. Some low scoring games are played down there, so defense is key down there. And if you have a team like the Tennessee Titans that go out and get you, they know something of you and they want you. And once once again, maybe I'm just biased towards the Mountaineers. I think they're all going to do well. I really do. If you get drafted, that means that NFL team has some respect for you and they know that you can be successful. If they didn't think you are going to be successful, they're not going to waste a draft pick on you. 
plain and simple. Now the undrafted, it doesn't. It's not saying nothing to the people that go undrafted. It just means there were better people in the draft to get picked at the time. That's the way it is. Once you go up from middle school football to high school football to college football to professional football, the numbers of people that play is less, less, and less. So once you make it to the NFL, if you make it as an undrafted free agent, you have made it. Drayvon Askew Henry signs with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Doesn't mean the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't think he was good enough to be drafted. Just means the Steelers thought that he wasn't the best one available at the time when they drafted. The Steelers picked a very good draft class, I think. I think they went, They obviously, they went defense. But the people they got, Devin Bush from Michigan, huge trade-up to get that pick from the Denver Broncos and get a very good linebacker like Devin Bush. I think he'll definitely help. I think he'll bring some of the speed back that Ryan Shazier has. has, He's he's going to fill Ryan Shazier's void, I would think. Gotta hope Ryan Shazier makes it back. A guy who's played his heart out and who's working his tail off day in and day out to make it back to the professional ranks. You just got to give a pat on his back just to see the, the work ethic that he's been put into to play again in professional football. The Steelers put him on the pup list, the physically unable to perform list. He'll get another $500,000 to play football this year for the Steelers, even though he's not playing. He will be unable to play again this year. Goes to show the class that the Steelers have. And that's kind of transitioning into our second segment away from the Mountaineers. We're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. This edition of the Sports Roundtable is being brought to you by Three Guys Fitness in Reedsville, where if you mention you heard this ad on 96.7 K-Country, receive $5 off your initial membership fee. By Shortcuts in Morgantown, the closest barber to the downtown campus of WVU. And by Brouhaha on Price Street in Kingwood, West Virginia, where the coffee beans are roasted in-house and the coffee beans are absolutely delicious. This artwork that has been provided by Robert Flores for the Sports Roundtable, we want to spend, send a special thanks out to him for providing this artwork for him. A very good logo design that he done. I want to thank him for that. Let's transition and shift gears a little bit as we transition into the the Pittsburgh Steelers drafting Devin Bush. Huge draft pick, I think. When you have a guy like Devin Bush available and you have the opportunity to trade up and get a guy with the tenacity that this guy has, you have to get him. And the Steelers done right. And and just just goes goes without saying, when they got T.J. Watt from Wisconsin, look what he's turned into. And now you get Devin Bush. I think that's really going to help the Steelers in the linebacking position, which has been at times very unstable. You had John Bostic, but now he now they they uh, released him due to them getting Devin Bush. And then you got Mark Barron coming over from the Los Angeles Rams, who went to the Super Bowl. So you're bringing in veteran players to mentor these young players that the Steelers got. Very good pickups. The guy they got from Kentucky, uh, Snells, I think that was a great pickup. We're running back after you lose Le'Veon. He's going to be wearing the same number, 26, this year. I don't know if that's going to be an omen. Hopefully it's a good one. But you get him, that's a good pickup. Deontay Johnson from Toledo, 
a good wide receiver very fast. I think that will help them, the Steelers when you only got James Watson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Dante Moncrief, Darius hayward Bay. I don't think Darius hayward Bay is going to play too much into the mix this year, although he could with the Steelers literally. They're rebranding too. You got rid of two, probably the two, two of the best players in the NFL, let alone on your team. This year, after they they left, the Steelers traded Antonio and the Steelers let Le'Veon walk, which we can get into that discussion in later podcasts where the Steelers give Ben Roethlisberger a $30 million-plus deal, but they didn't give none of that to Le'Veon Bell when they had that money to give him, where if you would have kept Le'Veon, you could have had a very prolific, I know I keep using that word, but a very prolific running back and a guy who's on pace to go to the Hall of Fame with the rushing numbers he puts up games in and games out. But if you get a guy like the guy they got from Kentucky, more power to him. If he turns out, the Steelers will look like geniuses. Kevin Colbert has been the GM of the Steelers for a very long time. He knows something. The Steelers have been a very consistent team for 50 years, going through four coaches. Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, Mike Tallman. I mean, and the coach before Chuck Knoll, I, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a lot lost for the guy's name, but three coaches in 40-plus years, that, that, that just goes without, sta- goes without saying. The New England Patriots haven't been able to do anything like that. They've gone through more coaches than the Pittsburgh Steelers have. So the Steelers are known for a very consistent, very res- professional team. I think the players that they got this year, if you're drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's a very uh, world-class organization to play for. That black and gold, that Steeler symbol is renowned throughout the United States, so a lot of players dream of playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm a little bit biased. I'd like to play for them too, but I really don't got the athleticism to play for the Steelers as of right now. I want to transition over to another segment The Mountaineer baseball team continues to make the state of West Virginia proud, winning another series against the Texas Longhorn on Friday and Saturday's games. They won both by coming back late. The Mountaineers remain in a high standing at number 17 in one of the baseball polls. There are many NCAA baseball polls that come out every week, but they are ranked as high as 17 again. Only two and a half games back from the Texas Tech Red Raiders in first place. So the Mountaineers are are showing up this year. Very, very good team. And I think I think come well, if they don't win the regular season title, the Mountaineers will definitely be in a huge running come the Big Twelve Championships. And then when they play in the NCAA tournament, they got a very good chance to host a regional game in Morgantown. So that means the NCAAs could be coming to Morgantown and extra baseball could be played at Montegilly County Ballpark this season. The Mountaineers play the Marshall Thundering Herd at 6.30 by the time this podcast is released at 8 o'clock tonight. The Mountaineers will already be well under their, well into the game against the Marshall Thundering Herd. The Coal Bowl, as it was called back when they played in football. So I'm actually going to be heading out to watch that game. I look forward to some more WVU baseball action as they go up against the Thundering Herd. The Mountaineers only have a few Big 12 Series games left at home this year. This weekend they got the Tex- they got the, the TCU Horned Frogs. 
So that's a very vital matchup. If the Mountaineers can win that series, it is going to be huge in terms of just the Big 12 standings. The Mountaineers have already played outstanding this year, and they just continue to amaze every one of us. Randy Mazie has taken this team to new heights, heights of which the Mountaineers and, quite frankly, the fans of WV Baseball has not ever seen, even in, even back in the 80s when they played at Holly Field. You never saw stuff like this. The Mountaineer baseball team has just played outstanding. They're pitching. Alec Manoa, a future MLB draft pick and a guy who's going to make a lot of money in the MLB if he continues on the right path, and I wish him nothing but success. The Mountaineers coming into tonight's game at 26-15 and 15 overall record, going against the Marshall Thundering Herd, 10-8 and 8 in the Big 12, 10-8. and 8. Yes, only two games above 500 when it comes in terms of the Big 12. But when you win two of three, that's what matters in baseball. So when you win your series, that's what means the most. It doesn't matter if you don't sweep them. It matters if you win the series. So the Mountaineers continue to win series based off the backs of their pitching. They won on Texas Saturday 9-8. to Very big game. Offense showed up in the later innings to steal away a victory in Austin. So the Mountaineers... Look to continue their success tonight against the Marshall Thundering Herd. I think I think they'll do fine. I think I think they're going to win. They're going to win big. And I, I could be wrong. The offense, the pitching could totally implode tonight. But I think with the role the Mountaineers are on, they're playing at home. Big things tonight at the ballpark. I know a lot, there's going to be a lot of fan interaction with stuff. The the baseball team's giving out. I think they're giving out a foam finger to like the first 500 fans that walk into the gates. So, big game tonight. The Mountaineers are going to play well. It's going to be a very fun atmosphere, and you can just feel the intensity and the, the just the good feelings when it comes to being around that ballpark there. The Mountaineers will do well. I think the Mountaineers are going to be contenders in the Big 12, and bold prediction right now, I think the Mountaineer baseball team will win the Big 12. They will get revenge on the Baylor Bears, and they will walk away with the Big 12 championship in the postseason part of the play. I don't think they're going to win the regular season unless a couple of the teams in front of them stumble. I don't see it happen, but I do see them winning. I see them winning, and I see them winning a couple games in the NCAA tournament. don't mean I think they're going to win the national title. The guy who really, uh, Kelly, Kelly Gamble, who's down in Mississippi this week and unable, unable to be here for any of the episodes this week, And by the way, we're going to have another episode this Thursday where myself and Chris Westfall talk more about the WVU football team and the draft. We'll be going in depth about the Mountaineer football team. Marcus Sims transferring. We'll be talking about that. He has entered the portal. So what do the Mountaineers have now in terms of star power wide receiver? Could Tevin Bush fill that void? Could TJ Simmons fill that void? Remains to be seen. Neil Brown's got stuff in the works. But we'll be talking about that Thursday. 
We'll have more to talk on Thursday. I want to thank you for tuning in. Once again, tweet me at AaronHost97. Tweet the radio station at 967WKMM on Twitter. And be sure to check us out on the web at kcountryradio.com. We will be bringing more exclusive action that only our listeners can hear on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Once again, you can only hear that online, and it's free to download. So hit that subscribe, give us a rating, let us know how we're doing, and we'll bring more content your way, and we'll talk about what you guys want to hear. So once again, just tweet me at AaronHost97, and I'll talk to you guys again Thursday. Thank you, everybody.